0: In studio today because you're off. I'm off. You gotta go closer. Go a little closer. I'm off. There we go. <laughs> it's 1.30 in Podcastville. <sighs> can, uh, can we leave the slap or the slapping Yes. to the end? Slap gate. Uh, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's a lot to pick apart with that. And, and this is that's probably why I'm slightly in a weird mood, because there were other... I'm in a weird mood. Um, it might have been too much sleep yesterday. It might have been the fact that we faded back into colder temperatures. Yeah, a little bit of both. Um, But I'm in a bit of a weird mood, because uh, and, and there's a lot of important things, at least I thought so. We usually have those things on a Monday, because you have several days, potentially, of news and mm-hmm. whatever, and then... Whack! Whack! <laughs> um, <laughs> So we'll get to that later on but some some heavier things of note um did you see that Bowser was like under siege last week?
1: Yeah I, I saw that there was a lockdown like multiple days last week
0: yeah and, and unsurprisingly I mean it's exact if you didn't mm. see they figured out who the kids were yeah uh, they were they were students mm. and they got expelled and all the other stuff Guys, if
1: you don't want to go to class just skip like everyone else. Just right? skip like everyone else.
0: Sorry, I'm just looking for my my pencil. My tri- oh, there it is. Um, Alexis Means from 13 ABC had had quite a, a fiery uh, thing towards them, like that. And I'm disappointed. And we, we, this isn't a big story story, but it just caught my eye. Mm. Um, I hate the fact they're being thrown out. Are
1: that, they being
0: thrown oh, out? They're being expelled. <gasps> Ooh. I hate that. Ouch! Um, it's the it's the laundry list, and I and it, I don't have the full details in front of me because again, it was a smaller story. It was like Thursday or Friday of last week, and mm-hmm. there's other things to get to. I think that's a little dramatic. Well, even if they were the ones responsible for it all week, yeah, I hate the throwing of them out. Like, yeah, let's get them help. And I know that sounds so weak, and there's got to be consequences and punishment. But this. Goes to something else I want to talk about. I think you know what that'll be. Because um, it was just a... A, a tragedy continues. Um, but we'll come, out, come back to that story second. Like, help these kids. Like, mm. they, they can be punished, but help these kids. What... Because what I'm afraid of, and I don't know if we'll ever know these details. So, Bowser is probably very convenient for them in whatever situation they're in. And I think Bowser is a... A good array of classes and yeah, yeah. colors of students. Mm-hmm. It's a good. It's a good mix. It is uh, similarity might be what start the Rogers? school next. No, I would say Rogers is not as diverse. But I might oh, be, wrong. I've never, be wrong. I might never wrong. Start is the one connected to the Y. Yes. So
1: that no, like, starts
0: a good one. Like what I went to. Mm-hmm. There's kids of all colors mm-hmm. and 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 backgrounds. But I, my my fear is that these kids will now have created a massive inconvenience forever wherever they have to go to next. Like, I, just, f- I mean, as far as like getting to and from right. school, and that could further lead them and the family down a path of of just not not getting positive outcomes for what they did and and what they can grow into.
1: I mean, if it was just a good old prank which it sounds like it was several days like you know yeah they
0: were they were locked down several days
1: yeah I I mean I still consider it like a prank like I don't you know and I think that punishment is necessary and maybe a harsh punishment but not expulsion like I I don't know I think that's dramatic like if they're seniors you don't go to prom you don't walk at graduation you know what I mean if or, or if they're juniors, you don't go to prom, you don't go to graduation, you don't go to homecoming. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. I think that's a little dramatic. I mean, in my, in my grade, when I was graduating high school, our senior prank closed the school down. So like my last day of school got closed early because somebody lit a locker mm-hmm. on fire and he got arrested. Like those were criminal charges, but he didn't get like, they still allowed him to have his graduation moments. Um... I don't know. That's kind of...
0: I don't know. It's a little harsh. I pulled the story up. Um,
1: Were they threatening lives?
0: I don't... Hold on. Anonymous callers in separate incidents made threats to shoot up the school on Tuesday, Mm. Wednesday, and Thursday. The district said that the threats were not uh, credible. Uh, I mean, it's
1: uh, not okay. Hold
0: on. Wait, wait, what is this? In a separate... Oh, there was this... Okay, so there's multiple people calling in multiple kinds of threats. Um
1: Bowser just canceled those students.
0: The district uses a multi-level approach to dealing with the with the threats. Um This is Alexis Means and I can't find uh the two students although these were there was a separate incident with an old like a 59-year-old calling this in Mm -hmm. just all kinds of nonsense uh this is from alexis means you better start parenting a Bowser student is facing criminal charges for allegedly making anonymous bogus threatening calls to the school they'll be expelled in addition to a student or students facing discipline disciplinary action and prosecution parents or guardians could be held liable in these cases and forced Mm -hmm. to pay restitution if the district to the district if unnecessary costs are incurred because of additional safety measures um I I hate the expulsion. Like, if they have to miss school because they're in jail, fine. Fine, yeah, agreed. I I don't want to inconvenience. Agreed. In these particular schools, like this is not Northview or Southview or Perrysburg, where you know what? Part of the punishment is these parents who make lots of money in many cases to getting them elsewhere. This might... Getting kids to and from school is like the smallest battle that we can win. Yeah. And if if for some reason these kids have to go out of district or somewhere else or their parents are forced to pay for something, I just, and I don't know all the details, I'll be completely candid about that, but I hate kicking them out of school.
1: It's the end of the year. I mean, it's April. Like, they have, what, two more full months of classes? Like, just throw the book at them, put them in jail, like- you know suspend them or in school suspension every day for the rest of the year whatever you gotta do like charge the parents do those things yeah but don't kick them out of school like just i I don't know i i don't
0: i thought we were we we were beyond this Mm. similarly to how we look at more run-of-the-mill bad Mm -hmm. behavior as that's it we're sending you home for three days really and then I have to hope that my mom doesn't think I turn on my gaming system.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, but you're right. We don't know all the details. This, these could be the same students that maybe had brought firearms to school or, you know what I mean? Like this could have, this could be like an ongoing thing, but I, but still, I, you know, if it's not and if it if they're just being expelled from a stupid, idiotic, dangerous, unnecessary prank, I would rather you throw the book at them legally and like keep them in school. Let them finish.
0: Yeah. Um, because with as many things that we talk about, like all the only backbone, um, societally speaking, and to a lot of these kids is school. School, like you know that they're you hope they're going to be there and be, uh, they'll have uh, supervisory adults and whatnot mm-hmm. for a third of their day, and it's less likely they're going to get into trouble because they're look okay. The kids asleep in a history book, fine. At least he's not all right. Um, doing what some of the alternatives could be, and again, this wouldn't be an issue if we're talking about like Northview or Perrysburg or Anthony Wayne. Mm. Um, similar to this, somewhat, we talk about how people can get down awful roads and terrible things happen. Uh, the mother, uh, the mother who was charged and then had these charges uh, erased because she was found incompetent to stand trial, um, the the woman who stabbed her kids was found dead in her cell over the weekend and it seemed like it would be the obvious she hanged herself she was beaten to death before before uh for what she did to her kids but right now none of that is in play and it's now going to be you know weeks of what the autopsies tell us of what she died of but they said that there was nothing early on that would indicate something like this could happen i would hope that they Even if there was, they wouldn't put her in this situation. But she's now dead. And it's terrible in a lot of ways. It's a loss, yeah. It's it's terrible to me because this was going to be a test of how we treated things potentially. And maybe we had a shift in how we handled people or at least how we looked at people who Committed what we would just normally deem crimes like you're a bad kid, we're sending you home. You committed a crime, we're throwing you, we're, we're locking you up, and it's not about rehab or anything like that. You're gonna do your time. It's, uh, I think it was uh, attempted murder is one of the charges, and, and, and all kinds Both of stuff. Both the kids survived, uh, yeah, mm. but, but we're, we're in critical condition. You know what? Years ago, it was we lock you up for 25 years, and that's that. This was she was deemed incompetent to stand trial Almost and was, immediately. Yeah, and was remanded to the Ohio Psychiatric Hospital. Now, yep. with this happened in jail, but we put her to the right place first, and they were going to try to put her brain back together and then appropriately charge her and put her on trial. And now, unfortunately, like it's terrible. I'm looking, I'm, I'm extracting the loss of life and kids losing their mother, regardless of what she tried to do to them. She was not of sound mind at the time. Mm-hmm. We lose an opportunity to move forward with how we. Litigate, uh, litigate and adjudicate these types of crimes and we can begin to separate someone's mental unwellness mm-hmm. as opposed to just straight up bad behavior and, yeah. not, and not lump all things together.
1: It was, heart, it, it was heartbreaking, even the 911 call, like even looking at her and how she physically presented and some of the things that she said on her 911 call. It was really heartbreaking and... Um, sad for the kids and sad for her to be honest i mean if we're being honest with ourselves like you can't i know some people think that motherhood trumps everything so like your kids come before everything but not mental illness because you can't help that that's a that's a that's a function of your brain like the chemical functions of your brain that are not firing so you cannot and you would be naive and disingenuous to believe that for some reason she could have avoided hurting her kids that could not have happened and i do worry um, for people like her that are in jail even if it's that in between time like that hold time before you get to the appropriate place which would have been the northwest ohio psychiatric hospital um because there are going to be people in jail that are like you're a kid kid killer we're going to get you, you know, and they can't think and they can't and won't think beyond that point. Like this woman is really sick and she's really not well. Yeah. I have physic I have personally known people. I've worked with them in the state hospital back when I was at the state hospital. And now as they have recovered, rehabilitation does exist if they go to the correct place. I have worked with people that have committed serious crimes and have done a decade, if not more of time in the psychiatric hospital and have been rehabilitated and then um, transitioned back into society to be successful human beings or successful at what they can. You know, obviously their life does still change. They can't they don't have the ability to go back, but they do have the ability to grow and, you know, be better people and right their wrongs and and live and they live and breathe around you and you don't even know it. You know, Um and so that was a poss- – that is – and I, because of that, I know that that was a possibility for this mom. And I am I am sad that that has now been taken from her. I don't believe – I mean, I, I have my opinions. Nobody will know there's going to be an investigation. And even if there is an investigation, are they going right. to – do we ever know when some? Yeah. I don't think we do. I don't think we ever find out that it was done by the inmates, you know?
0: Yeah. It's not like a movie where yeah. we, we roll the tape. Yeah. And I was processing – in my mind as you were saying how justice or a perverted way of justice might have handled itself Mm -hmm. in jail where Marcy, the fellow inmate is not pleased that this mother tried to kill her kids and (laughs) Marcy begins to, to want to lay hands on her and take and beat her to a pulp to lay out her own form of justice. Um, Debbie, the other inmate is not, is not, is, is unlikely to go, hold on Marcy. It's a mental health issue. Like, we're all at the mercy of our brain. She didn't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, that's likely not happening. Mm-hmm. In... And she
1: probably wasn't as protected. I mean, we know that even, again, no shade to inmates and the individuals that work in the jail. But we do know that there's not as much protection if the, um, you know, COs or, or the staff aren't a big fan of you. You know, and unfortunately, you don't get to separate yourself from your mental illness when you're in prison for you know, serving serious time. Like most of the time, unless you're the joker, you know, mm. nobody's going to... <laughs> you see how I dropped that? You well like done. That? You like that, didn't you? Nobody is going to do that. Um, it's just sad. It was really tragic.
0: Yeah. I I don't want to come off as too cold and uncaring at the loss of human life, but I will never overestimate the, the importance of what this... Case could have brought in a year when they did some some microsurgery with any kind of counseling or medication to her brain got her in a better place and then we proceeded forward Mm -hmm. so that we could see proper punishment but also as you said proper rehabilitation if that was at all possible and now again unfortunately we have lost we've lost a life kids have lost a mom Mm -hmm. and that's a whole other situation unto itself but we've lost an opportunity to to move forward I think as a society and I don't I don't mean to be hyperbolic in that way I really would have think I really thought it would have been an important opportunity that we could have all played out and learned something. I agree. Um, on lighter notes, uh we differ on what forecast we see for opening day.
1: So I uh go local. (laughs) I like to keep it local and WTOL says it's gonna rain, but it's at least gonna be sixty degrees. So
0: So I'm have your umbrellas. I'm seeing fifty I'm seeing fifty-three and more clouds than sun. And if I go what I've said to myself about that is that's well that's not great. That's that's kind of chilly and mm-hmm. a little bleak. It's better than many of the possible alternatives including like torrential downpour, like severe spring weather or just snow and cold. So if I'm stuck with 53 and more clouds and sun for April 5th, I think I'm going to have to take that one.
1: So I'm excited for other reasons. It is at least going to be hoodie weather. And considering I'm taking the day off and the day after and I plan on eating and drinking, I'm going to be really bloated and really uncomfortable in my clothes. And so if I get to wear leggings and a hoodie because it's going to be like a little chilly out still, I'm happy. Like Alex is happy. I can take this if the sun is what it is now. I feel like well, and then I feel like the crowd will stick to what you would prefer. I think it's gonna. My hair will go back to curly, so I don't really care about the rain. I think it's gonna be exactly what we want it to be.
0: The other positive. I don't know if I mentioned this to you last week, but I was definitely down the middle. I think I said this. I forget last week for whatever reason is a blur. My head feels like parts of spaghetti today. <laughs> um, I was. I think I was completely against like 72 in sunny yes. just for the sheer volume of people. Yes. So it being in the 50s in a little gray will also depress the amount of people. Yes. Um because people are getting back to doing things. I don't know if you saw but um there is another new addition to downtown Coops.
1: Yeah. Which is where uh, it's
0: Congratulations next
1: Congratulations to them.
0: It's next to Home Slice. We'll have to check it out. And it's where Pita Pit. Pita Pit used to I be. I used to
1: love P- I was, Drunk Alex was in Pita Pit many a nights. Which one? That one. That one? Yes, before right. it started to close. I mean, once it was no longer open at the times that we needed to go, then I stopped going. But
0: I I was, uh, I might have been one of the few people who didn't use them as drunk food that, oh, that was disappointed that they left.
1: So good. i could so go, disappointed. I
0: could run downstairs. So good. Mostly quickly. Well, it, it was kind of pricey, like 10 bucks for the meal thing. Um, I could get, like, a a subway kind of food because the only other subway was at the gas station at the (laughs) mouth of the bridge, and I could literally just run downstairs for this. So I was disappointed when they closed, although I think I might have... not I had left, but their hours had been severely Mm. trimmed um, before I I went away. So they're in that spot, and um, it's... um, Nettie's food and some some boozy milkshakes.
1: I'm excited. Are we going to stop by? I think we should. I think we should stop by and do like a photo op. Um. Do you
0: do you want my you want my honest answer to that? We're
1: going to stop by.
0: My honest answer is no. I don't want to go because of all the places. It's gonna be, it's gonna be pure chaos.
1: Uh yeah, I well, I mean, that's why I say stop by. But I was at Fakasha's this weekend, so I went there for brunch on Saturday after Imagination Station, and um, yeah, I was impressed by their brunch menu. And so I know good things are going to come from this because there's a connection between Fakasha's Blarney and this place. Yep. And um, good for them. I'm excited that something is going in there. I'm also excited for that like corridor of downtown to be built back up again. So. Um, Good for them. I'm 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 excited.
0: Uh, there, so it looks like they divide things into two ways. You can get the non-alcoholic signature shake and the alcoholic mm. signature shake. Which um, is they vary in like three dollars in price. Um, the Ernest Brew special shake, the Oreo shake, the Fruity Pebble shake, Crunchberry mm. shake, Reese's Puff shake, and you kind of get the idea there.
1: I need a more advanced like tiramisu shake because there's a uh, uh, liqueur. It's in that dessert anyway, so I think it's smart. Take the desserts that already have some, like, liqueur in them and actually make them really boozy.
0: We don't ever talk about this when it comes to Halloween, but I, there are polarizing opinions for Butterfinger?
1: I'm allergic. I don't know.
0: Okay. Never I, had it. I used to find it disgusting when I was a kid, and, and I grew <laughs> a taste for it. There's the usual Netty stuff: the chili dog, hot dog, chili bun, uh, French fries. I've never had Netties. Chili, chili cheese fries. So you got that, that stuff there as well. Yeah, I think they're going to be like totally bonkers more than most places because it's so brand new, and it said they're not open yet, mm-hmm. and I don't even see an actual opening date on what I've looked up. But I, I. It would be smart to have something for opening day. Unless there is some type of last minute emergency with a, smart. a code mm-hmm. or bathrooms, I can't see them not being open for opening day.
1: Yeah, they should also if they they should do something super cute and have like one of the, like a truck like a food truck almost, so you know, where when the bars are open at night, once they're like fully operational and the bars are open, instead of expecting people to come there, like sure, you can come there, or there's like somebody riding a bicycle around with hot dogs and stuff in the back, you know, and mm-hmm. some boozy ice cream. I good would, idea. Ah, so excited!
0: Um, before we go to some other new stuff, how your first trip to the imagination station?
1: It was good. So I did not; I had no idea what to expect. It was girl power weekend so there was a lot of girls and young boys that were and there was a lot of booths set up um like Girl Scouts I think was there um BP was there my girlfriend um I went I was invited with my girlfriend Amanda and her son Ian young Ian he's such a sweetheart um but Ian's still young he's only uh 14 months 14 15 months and um I didn't realize we go to a completely different section, so we really only stayed in the young, the baby section. Um, So I didn't get to see the rest, but it was cool. There it was crowded, Mm -hmm. Um, and we were there. Ian started to get tired, so we were there for like an hour and a half, and then Ian was getting a little tired and tuckered out and so we went across the street to Focatius but just the she parked downstairs Thomas dropped me off but she parked downstairs and came across in the tunnel and so I thought that was cool that you could do that and then just the underground tunnel yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and then um I don't know what it is I I think I just love being downtown like it's like being in the city again and so when we decided to walk across to Focatius it was like we had a downtown life even if you're just going to Imagination Station which was kind of cool like it was like it was cold though and snowing.
0: Were you at all overwhelmed from the sheer amount of kids and running and yelling and kids smell and imagination the, station? I am the
1: auntie of Colin and Andrew. Nothing overwhelms me. Nothing. Yeah, but
0: that's like a thousand Colin and Andrews.
1: I, <laughs> no. No, it it actually wasn't too bad. I mean there were yes, there were kids and parents running all over the place and but no. No, it wasn't. I mean, Ian was walking around with a like a magnet in his mouth, so that you know we we're, we weren't the greatest example.
0: Um, other stuff. I did you did you check your blade subscription today? Oh
1: no, I I was preoccupied today. I went bois shopping.
0: We can come back to that. <sighs>
1: no, I did not yet. Um,
0: so for the I used the blade news slide. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's free until today when I swiped onto the second story and it asked me for some type of login um and I in many cases do not practice what I preach in this situation I did mm. I I bought a subscription for one month and I was like that's ridiculous just buy it for the year um, and it allows me to share the login or I can give it five four I think I can give it five other email addresses uh, for people to use and you were the other person I thought of Thanks. it's possible I make like a generic one mm. and hand that out to people <laughs> I, because I use a lot of those news new stories to send out to the staff here. Yeah, um, for local stories and they, they can't
1: get into it, right? Or you screenshot them and text them.
0: That I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not. I am not doing that. And that that's like straight up stealing and whatnot. But I I am of the belief, and this gets into some argumentative situations. Um, Most, I think most major news places across the country, newspapers, um, like the Free Press, the Tribune in Chicago, the Inquirer in Philadelphia, the Herald in Miami, you have to pay for access. But I am fairly certain that most, when there is local news of vital importance Mm -hmm. to to actually aid the community, Mm -hmm. uh, COVID emergency, um, any other kind of local emergency that they would unlock or pull the paywall down for those. Ice. And I think that's smart. But then I, I understand where you get into a real hazy area <laughs> because where, okay, like COVID information or mm-hmm. another type of uh, emergency that affects the community at large. Well, what about the story of like last week when those firefighters saved up uh, the the animals and, and the kids from the fire? And you're talking about local heroism. Well,
1: that, Tapa being sued.
0: Uh, I, w- I would say no to that one. <laughs> but you can begin to debate the merit of stories of mm-hmm. local importance and who who and how many people they affect. And should this one be gated and that one isn't gated. Mm-hmm. It's interesting and I, I don't know. I get that people, have com- people complain. I shouldn't have to pay for this because they didn't pay for it for the first like 15 or 20 years of checking your newspaper online. But at that time, yeah. um, people still bought ads in newspapers. A lot of that has dried up. So to make up for that revenue, they have to charge us. And I always kind of go back to the example. You've never not paid for a newspaper. Like, it was never free. You ha- It might have been a quarter or 50 cents. It might have been a dollar fifty for the Sunday paper because there were coupons, but we've always paid for it. Now we just have to get used to paying for this.
1: So my first job, I was a paper girl. Did you? I had the sack, and I had to spend the morning or the day before folding the newspaper, putting them in the orange sleeve. What was the newspaper? Ah, uh, the News Herald in my neighborhood. Okay, so it was in like my like small town, uh, well, my suburb of Cleveland um and i had to put it in a sack and then i had to take get on my bike early in the morning and like toss them in driveways <laughs> toss them in driveways and we went pretty far and it, at one it was safe to do so with under with no supervision and then also it was like our summer job so it was pretty funny but um i also drove past, like i was in cleveland last week when i got my hair done by the way do you like it
0: i'm not used to it
1: you don't like it i didn't say oh, that oh my
0: god
1: anyway um, and I was on 480, and I saw the plane dealer facility, which is huge. And the plane dealer closed, and it's Cleveland.com now. The plane dealer is done, and I was so sad. I was so sad. I don't want to see that happen to the blade, but also I don't know if I want to pay for this stuff. So,
0: but then, like we've talked about this a bunch, the blades writing is far superior. Mm-hmm. At least what I'm craving than our local TV places. Mm-hmm. And they are different models, but it's unfortunate that these places have been allowed to be purchased um, to make money, mm-hmm. or to or bought by someone to stop them from losing money. And the model has shifted mm-hmm. where it's not about information and news necessarily. And if it is, it's about doing it at the the lowest cost possible. And unfortunately, we as as people in the community lose out. So yeah. I too was a paperboy. Um, I knew it. I, was I, like, it's I did your first job. <laughs> I did this little this this one like neighborhood newspaper. It was free, yeah, because it was same. mostly filled with coupons. Same. I did that, and then I did the Philadelphia Daily News, the afternoon edition. So that, like in the nineties when I was doing this, there were there was the Philadelphia Inquirer every day. Then there was a Daily News AM and PM edition. Mm. I got home from school and did the. Um, The PM edition of the Daily News, which is very unique because it opened like a book.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Not like a fold-out newspaper. Um, And there was like 30 to 40 houses I did. Mm -hmm. I also had to collect the money, which was a little scary at some places. Um, Some people weren't there. Some people would leave an envelope. Some people would leave a tip, which would make up for the fact that somebody else didn't pay me. But there was one lady. She was a witch, <laughs> and I, and I don't and I don't mean like get out of here off my lawn, little. She was like, come on, I come on in. I have a candy bar for you. Uh, and yeah. walking up to the steps yeah. to her home was all these large bushes. Ooh, it was terrifying. Like where you
1: couldn't be seen.
0: And there would be times where my dad was feeling nice, or mm-hmm. I was. It. I would usually ride my bike and do it. But if we had to go somewhere, or my dad had time, he would drive me around, mm-hmm. and. He understood that I was not going in that. He would say, do we have to go to that woman's house? I said, nope, Dad. We're just writing that one off.
1: So did you, in Philly, were you in the city or were you in a suburb? That's so funny.
0: It's so funny that, yes, I lived in the city.
1: Okay, so that's completely different than us because we were in a suburb and so... Like our neighborhood did not have sidewalks. And so you had to ride your bike in the street as a kid. And the driveways were really long. Like the yards were huge. And so we had to really like <laughs> hulk it out to like get it out of our little sack and like toss it up there to try to get it. Cause you had to get it, you can't do the end of the driveway. You have to get. The like, at least by the garage door. And so, mm-hmm. me and my brother would just, and we only did it in the summer, and we would do it in the morning and then go to swim practice and then be at the pool all day. And uh, that was our life. Um, but, and I also had the dad that would walk to the end of the driveway in his robe and bend down to get the uh, newspaper and like show all his junk when he bent down and then get back up and walk back. So embarrassing. So, for that reason alone, I would try to like toss the newspaper as far up as I could. <laughs> But um, yeah, that I mean, in our we had a really it was a big neighborhood, um, but there wasn't very many kids, so it was just really us riding our bikes around delivering the paper.
0: Yeah, I I lived in the city, but I'm I don't know if someone who's from Cleveland or Detroit or Chicago or another major city, if I dropped them in my neighborhood, if they would think that where I lived was a suburb or maybe or. Because everybody, like when I moved out to Detroit, people always ask that question Are you from Philadelphia mm. or outside of Philadelphia? Because mm-hmm. in Detroit, nobody really lived there. Mm-hmm. At least not the, te- you live in the suburbs. not the people that I yeah. hung out with. It was Novi, West Bloomfield, mm-hmm. um, Farmington Ooh, Hills.
1: Fancy, you rich people Con- you hung
0: out with. Ah, not really. But there was also <laughs> there was Warren, Livonia, there was Redford, all those other places. Right.
1: So I was in Euclid. So technically I, I was in a Cleveland suburb. But if you lived in like Cleveland in this city, I imagine you would be on the east side because if you're not on the east or on the west side, because you're not on the west side, you're on the east side. And that's like East Cleveland. So um, anyway, it, it I think Philadelphia is more set up like that because it's also closer to New York City. Um, Perhaps. So I think it's more set up to have to have more resident residences, residencies Downtown compared to cities further and further away, where you have a downtown, and you're driving into downtown, but nobody's really living there, but young people.
0: Now, yes, mm-hmm. but when I was living in Detroit in the early 2000s, like Detroit was barren. Yes, I mean, it, it's it's an interesting it. Like where people so live now, there is there was nothing. So was Cleveland, and I for, I think it was Coleman Young. There I I believe that there was a mayor that ran all the white people out of Detroit. Ah. And it there that that was really bad because uh-huh. the whole city went really sideways and there were very few residents and so much in disrepair. But uh-huh. um story for another time. Can we save your bra thing for another time?
1: Yeah, you know. My boob fairies weren't there, so it wasn't as great of an experience. And the
0: boob fairies were Bethany loved that story.
1: Yeah, they weren't there. It was someone else. She was really sweet, but and I had to open the door and show them my <laughs> Tetas. Anyway,
0: pictures. Um, (laughs) um, All right, so let's talk about the slap. Um, Bing. I think that there are equal arguments to support that he lost it because Mm -hmm. he and his marriage have been a punching bag Mm -hmm. for three years now. The other argument that I'm of the belief of no one's watching or cares about the Oscars. So something drastic had to happen. Um, I want to read you something, some of that article that uh, I read this on Friday and I shared it with Vinny. And I said, if Justin reads this, he'll, he'll do awful things to himself. Do you know? So there's something with the, uh, the Oscars that have tried to change the last handful of years called the Aperture. The Aperture 2025, and I think uh, Ava DuVernay is a a part of it. Um, If a particular movie does not have enough people of color or disabled people or gays or lesbians working, and what is enough will be determined by weird formulas, that movie will no longer be eligible for an Oscar. It's a ridiculous idea, even though she is a part of it, because then you're asking people to disclose things Mm -hmm. that they might want to keep private. And Mm -hmm. you've got a lot of privacy issues beyond maybe their sexuality and and so many other things. And there's another part that says, are Jewish people marginalized? Like, who decides? So that's what I'm saying to to slightly prove my point that the Oscars do some weird stuff. Like, not everything they do is right. So having one A-list star slap one A-list comedian who was just doing what he does, and I'm not defending his words, H- had it not been for that, n- not a soul would be talking about any of this. And there are other parts of this article that talk about how last year the Oscars, granted partly p- because of COVID, but it was going in this direction. The Oscars drew an all-time low of a 9.85 million viewers, less than what an episode of The Big Bang used to get. Um, there was the the era of its boom in the 90s and 2000s, mm-hmm. arguably thrusted by the energy of Harvey Weinstein. So, well,
1: and there was a lot of younger people getting first-time wins, and I think a lot of people watch when that happens. Like, when you have your typical Olivia Coleman's, Jessica Chastain, like, those wait, folks.
0: when? What do you mean? I'm going back to, like, the heyday of the
1: 90s. Yeah, but I feel like that's when, like... Uh, didn't like Gwyneth Paltrow win, and but she w- that was like her up and coming. So I think that there was favorites that were winning that weren't like
0: in always there, like in it, the scene. You know, it was, it was, it's always been detached from the public. Yeah, but in the '90s, this began to end because the internet is the cause of everything, mm-hmm. and as you've seen last night, like Apple, Netflix paved the path for Apple to have the winning picture. Is it pronounced Coda? Coda? Mm -hmm. Um, Which I was going to watch some things over the weekend. I saw it was on Apple. I'm like, I don't have it. I'm not paying for it, so (laughs) I'll miss (laughs) it. Somebody give us the password. It's always been detached from the at-large movie-going public. Right. um, Which I remember as a kid, maybe you do, I'm like... How come all the movies that I go to see where the theaters are filled like Independence Day don't get any nominations for Best Movie? So that disconnect was always there. No Way Home. When the internet came, that's the perfect most recent example, Mm -hmm. couldn't even get in in the Dark Knight era of, Mm -hmm. we'll just nominate everybody. Um, There's always been a disconnect. But when the internet came along and when Netflix evolved into what it was, um, more and more people realized... The movies they loved, and even though they were just watching on streaming, and many people who now just go to, who are movie fans don't go to the movies, they know streaming is their big July Fourth blockbuster. There's never been a larger disconnect, um, and that's why I think even with the Olivia Coleman's and people of color having made major strides, deservedly so, long after they actually deserved some of these wins in the last half decade or ten years, it's still detached. Because there's always been a detachment from these highly prestigious movies from No Way Home to Independence Day. And I think the Titanic might have, every five years, something bridges us. And the Titanic was probably maybe the last one to do that. There might have been others. But there's such a detachment. And that's why the ratings have dropped. And that's my only, and bringing up the aperture, that's why I can go, yeah... Somebody with a really bad idea went to Chris and Will, and they're like, "Hey, would you do this?" And they're like, "Write a check." And they're like, "Okay, yeah." I don't think and so. I I know, but it's not it's not totally implausible.
1: I maybe a ploy, sure, but I don't think this is what the ploy would have come to because I think now his Oscar is in consideration to be taken away from him, as it should be, like as it should be. I mean, at least in consideration. To, to be discussed like at the very least he should be shaking in his boots you know um and I, I you're right I mean I, th- I think the frustrating part for me is I think a lot of the wins that black people did have in the last decade are from movies that like d- that that display our oppression slavery yeah racism 12 years a slave a- Judas and the black Messiah yeah. last year like just great point. that my friend was a producer on um but it, It's just it's a that's a little frustrating. Even with King Richard, I mean that King Richard was such a good story. I taught when I watched it, I came in here and like passionately spoke about it because I said it was so good. It reminded me of my dad. He did so well, and that's why I was so disappointed because I do believe it's real. And the part that made me believe it was real was his rage, like when the camera cut to him. And they were cutting like they had basically muted the show for like 15 seconds because there was shouting back and forth that you didn't realize until it cut to Will. But you saw how he was breathing. And then once I actually heard it and I heard the rage, I said, uh whoa, like that's crazy. And then I caught the camera angle where he did slap him. I said, I don't think. On Will's night, which this was, which would have been such a big deal for him, he would have agreed to do something like that. And the backlash of the discussion of should he be allowed back? Should he be allowed to keep his Oscar? Should he have criminal charges against him are the reason why I feel like it was real. And the other part that made me that I could understand why you're like, uh, did that just happen? That was insane. Like just because at the Oscars in front of millions of people, not a lot, but still <laughs> you know, whatever. You get up on stage and smack the ch out of somebody? And you, he, what he,
0: Chris did not flinch for as hard as he got smacked. Oh, he
1: did. I mean he just uh, well, he did I mean, it that he was I remember he was like I wish I could take okay. a I wish
0: I could take a, a slap or a like that. I think he was in like shock.
1: That. I mean, I think could he be. was in shock. Like his response was like it was just a joke about GI Jane, which I'm not saying was an appropriate joke. Um but it, he, and he's just like what just happened? Okay. Okay. And so they almost went back and forth when he was like, dude, like, you know what I mean? And that's, I think he was in shock. And I want to know what he has to say. I am waiting for his statement. Do I think it was an appropriate joke? No, I don't. Do I think Will was at his breaking point? Absolutely.
0: Let me add to that. Chris Rock could have done any joke. Yeah. (laughs) Any joke. Because my joke earlier, and I'm trying to avoid doing this, so I'll, I'll just throw one. When somebody's like, is his career over? If it wasn't after After Earth, it won't be after this. <laughs> um, but we all know the soft point that gave us the meme that is their marriage. Yes. Like, he could have done anything. Yes. Anything. But he went to that. And that's why I would understand. I can put my cynicism aside and go, yeah, he snapped. And I can understand. He because did snap. that Same. was That was the only thing Same. that Chris Rock could have gone after that would have caused... What happened to happen?
1: I'm not gonna condemn Chris Rock because I think he made a poor, taste like distasteful joke, and I'm also not gonna condemn Will Smith. I'm just very disappointed. I'm like the my initial thought after I'm like that was real. Why didn't he just do like Solange and like mess him up in the elevator? Like why you know? I think that was at the Oscars years ago. Or or leave or like you could have caught him outside. Like we could have. And then Diddy. Diddy really, like, gave me the comedic relief that I needed because he was like, it was almost like um, when you're at a black barbecue and you're about to eat dinner, but you're like, "Um, Auntie Betty and Auntie Pauletta, we're going to talk to you first and we're going to hash that stuff out upstairs because this is how we do things. Where he was like, hey, we're going to, you know, work this out like family. I was just so incredibly disappointed unfortunately more disappointed in will than i was in chris that he got his ass up on stage walked up there and smacked him and then sat back down and shouted from his seat like we were at you know a basketball game and the player just spoke bad about jada on the court like it you you You, No matter what, you you just don't act like that. And you unfortunately, unfortunately, you do carry the weight of black people when you're in that seat. You just do.
0: You just do. That's the only argument that I can put in a silo and say, oh, this definitely happened. It definitely happened. Because the last thing that two black men of their esteem and prestige would want to come off as is... Al, who happened to flip this on and give Al that excuse to... Al from rural Ohio. Oh my give, God. Give Al, see, black people just doing black things. Yes. That's the only like reasoned rationale I can say, and I can put all my, my cynicism aside, but I'll, he, we can't stop ourselves. This is why we can't stop our emotions. And that's why I say he unraveled Will mm-hmm. with Anything regarding Jada and the marriage, he could have said, Will, you're going to be up here tonight, and you probably will win best actor. Mm -hmm. You don't deserve it because look at the laundry list of all these other things. Like, he could say, He could rip him to shreds and say his career was nothing because he was a light skinned black guy that Mm -hmm. white people liked. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Will would have done what he said afterwards Mm -hmm. something along the lines of. When we put ourselves in positions like this, we have to, we have to look away. We we got we can't have the rabbit ears. And it was yeah. It's stuff you say when you cool down. But he went to the one bullseye. Chris Rock went to the one bullseye that would unravel Will and yeah. it happened. And you're right. He did it the was, one thing he can't do, yeah. which is what do I always say when we have these things? Keep your hands to yourself.
1: He just casted a shadow and I know we're wrapping up this discussion but he really did just place a shadow over the rest of the evening. Quest Love got a win right after that. Who was thinking about Quest Love's win? I didn't even watch it because I was so busy scrolling the internet trying to figure out what the hell just happened, as was everyone else. I mean, the rest of the night really was it just and it was because everybody was in shock and like he just stooped so low. and I'm not defending Chris. and I think that's that's the part that because there's individuals that um have chronic illness and disabilities that that feel like they are. Um, made fun of and they are the butt of jokes and so they saw what Will did and they're like finally somebody is standing up but then there's other people where Will did what he did and he's like well I'm a fierce protector of my family and I try to lead with love and they're like that's what that's what like abusers say uh, Will like you know what I mean? So I could see both sides. I mean Thomas and I. Thomas had just happened to go outside and walk the dogs, and he came back in and he's like, I would have done it. And he, sh- I am marrying a man that would have got up and smacked the sh out of somebody. But I like one of, one of my Facebook friends, you know, made a point and they said, defend me, fine, protect me, fine, but don't you dare embarrass me. And that's that would have been me. There are plenty of other times that you could have whooped his tail, and I would have held your coat. Well, you did it but you did it then and i and i just i was so sad legit and i think there's a lot of us that were everybody was in shock and i think we were legitimately sad because we saw two well-known successful g- great examples of black men stoop to that level on national television and, the- and, and and arguably the biggest night in movies
0: the- there's not a single good thing about it. From, no. From beginning to end, no. it, it's it's all awful. Um, to throw some facts out there, um, it was funny, the LAPD put out a statement <laughs> saying they saw it, um, <laughs> but without any kind of witness cooperation, yeah. they were not going to, but although I think the district attorney, the, I think it was a Philadelphia district attorney spoke, and I actually, I got this from Fox News. They, the, the, the DA doesn't need the police to press the charges, but the cooperating witness would be helpful. Um, I don't
1: think he wants to, though. And I'm glad. Right, I'm glad. Right. I'm glad.
0: It's it's awful all around, and I I can compartmentalize this horrific incident and go, mm-hmm. the show still fucking sucks. And, <laughs> sto- and th- th- that's why I, I, I'm letting my cynicism eat me alive, going, I, in that article they go, uh, they they explain why these shows go till midnight or mm,
1: eleven. Well, <laughs> Will's they, speech was six minutes. Well, why,
0: in and this this Which article was sad, is heartbreaking to watch. So enlightening mm-hmm. and pulls back the curtain of like what's a dead body or a body that's on life support. ABC was fine to they said ABC was fine to let this thing roll into the into the wee hours because they could sell more commercials. But they're not doing that anymore. And look, at, there was a lot of disgust that they pulled some of those lesser, slightly lesser awards into a- Which was smart. Into a pre-show, because it's a TV show. Which in was a, smart. In an era where you have a four-hour 4, four hour ordeal. I mean, you can do red carpet. like, And it's all hot air and back padding of disconnected people from the average person. And we had just finally lost interest in that. Um these award shows, as we've talked about other times, nobody's tuning in to see who wins the the iHeart iHeartRadio award for that, or even the Grammys anymore. The Grammys are like, fuck this. We have to acknowledge pop artists, mm-hmm. or else no one will watch, and we'll be totally irrelevant. So we'll find a balance. So now, all these award shows, regardless of what they are, we watch for entertainment value. As, they, as they would be, te- yes. And that I, I put that under t- entertainment value. Um, I also throw under entertainment value. Politically charged statements, ones we agree with or disagree with. It's all not
1: a lot on Ukraine.
0: It it and maybe they said don't do that. They just said we're just gonna have a couple of black guys beating on each other. Um, <laughs> Mila Kunis got up there but though. Everything everything is is about entertainment value, and this has never had any of that. Yeah. And that's why it has become the dying body that it is, while the Grammys sold their soul their soul to the weekend and everybody else that's a pop star. Like I think we, if we haven't talked about this, because I'm older than you. When I was learning about the Grammys, it was like the Oscars are now. I'm like, what? Who won what? You didn't yeah. know? that they, These classical revered artists, and they didn't acknowledge um, people on the radio who had massive hits, and it was always nonsensical to me. Um, and the Oscars has remained there. And this is why I, I, I have the thought that I, I, it's not implausible to think that they set this idiotic idea up because there could have been Half as many viewers as there were last year. And then it's no more. And that's why I try to remind people as much as I possibly can. These are completely irrelevant. You are your own award show.
1: I do think that they should add a category or two that's related to, like, most successful film. Not necessarily calling it most successful film, but, like, most enjoyed, you know. some Because then how, I think we are going to see your how, No Way Home. How, how do you... I, don't know. Wracking, I, I guess th- that's I don't where know. the
0: subjectivity yeah. of it comes they in. They do
1: need to add something in there.
0: But they, and, and then I could see why the Academy wouldn't want to do that. We're not going to have, and I think they tried this two or three years ago and they shut it down. Where they were, they were going to have like a biggest moment pop culture People's choice. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then they put it in the show, and then they they had such bad uh, feedback, bad feedback. They never went through with it. Yeah. And it was probably right before COVID, because the honest goodness thing is like. Who decides that? Like, while most of us love No Way Home, there are people who would scoff at that. And that's why I say we are our own award show. And whatever happened where we gave all these people who were completely disconnected from the average person across any kind of award landscape, uh-huh. how did we allow them to have this power over uh-huh. television, ads and marketing, the, the post-Oscar bump of these movies? how who gave them that power and now we're kind of taking it back Just living b- by, with it but not no we're not we're showing you we mm. don't give a shit that's mm. why the ratings have gone downhill for years and years and years now
1: I will say though before the slapgate happened I was actually relatively pleased at the winners, those that were winning, like Encanto, I need to pronounce it correctly, won um, for Best Animated Film, which I was really excited about, and the Deaf Actor won for Coda, Best Supporting Actor, I believe, the male, and um, Coda won as well, and I I was happy to see that kind of film won, like that, I'd never seen it, but was it, did it mean a lot to a lot of people? I think so.
0: Sorry. Go ahead. Can I tell you why you like those, why I think you like those things? Yes. We've gotten older and our tastes change.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I mean, when you're in your 20s, you just want to... Watch a the,
1: romantic comedy?
0: Or see the blockbusters.
1: <laughs> or Jason um, Momoa. Yes. Who was but, fine as wine, by the way, last night. Did you see
0: him icing his midsection because he had hernia surgery? No. Yeah. He had hernia? It's, yeah. He, used he was, to eat more he fiber. He was icing it, like, right here. Um... I, like, I didn't start watching or caring about the Oscars till I got older, when my tastes changed in, in mm-hmm. movies. Like, I, I know anybody that knows me, and you too, knows it. We love our Batmans and, and stuff, but we also like these movies mm-hmm. as well. But when you're in 20s, it's not really the case for the average person. Mm-hmm. You, you age, excuse me, you age into mm-hmm. the Oscar demographic.
1: Yeah. Well, okay, so last few points. Again, unfortunate because I think there were some really great wins. West Side Story um, also. But Wanda Sykes, I am upset because I do feel like she would have got there would have been a lot of conversation about how damn funny Wanda Sykes was. Wanda was hilarious. Good for her. Regina and Amy were also funny, but to me, Wanda stole the show, and I don't think that that was discussed because the Will stuff just overpowered all of that. So good for you, Wanda. I want to see her more. Like, we don't see enough of her, and I feel like we should see more of her. Um, She kind of had
0: her time, and then...
1: I think she should come back. I mean, I, I could disagree. do less with Amy Schumer and Tiffany Haddish and more with Wanda 100%. <clears throat> and like the joke that they made about Florida was hilarious. What They're was like, it? we hope everybody has a good time enjoying the show. And for all of you in Florida, we hope you have a gay time. Gay, 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 gay. And I fell out on the floor. I thought that was so funny. And the last point about Will and Chris is I don't care what anybody says. I feel for Will and I hope to see some growth from him. I hope that he can k- kind of share some thoughts and I hope that they're remorseful and apologetic towards Chris. I feel for Will so hard and for Chris because I think that was embarrassing um, and to be on the receiving end of that is really embarrassing. So I feel, I feel badly more for Will than I do for Chris um, because it really wasn't about Chris and I think we all know that. But I, do, I feel for him and I hope to see some stuff come from
0: this. Two, two final thoughts from me. Um, I wonder if we have hit an inflection point in comedy because mm. that'll be the discussion towards the, as we move away from the will part. Mm-hmm. Like, co- comedians have had this, this discussion for years of not wanting to do colleges because of upsetting people and the cancel culture that they mm-hmm. might feel come after, might feel would come after them. Um, I'm curious to see if comedy um, has to take a, a long inner look at itself because I
1: I would say some of the other jokes they had probably and because there was a lot like essay in nature so like there was a lot of jokes about men physically and like even getting like not groped um what does security do when they they getting pat pat down, down getting patted down and like sexualizing men if I'm being honest like if I'm being honest and I would say I wouldn't like it for women I also don't like it for men I felt like there was you may be able to catch it but there was a part where they were 100% being sexualized in front of everyone and I was just like this is not funny I wasn't laughing
0: humor too is also very subjective I was
1: not laughing like I just didn't I did because I'm like this is going too far making a joke yes but calling them up on stage and then patting them down in front of everyone mm -mm. Too
0: far. Uh, one one final point that floats around the periphery of my cynicism of all this is, this is the, like, the first time in history that like, the black community at large has ever had an interest in the Oscars. There was a lot of them in there. There was a lot. But I mean, the person that tunes away from the Lakers game.
1: Yeah. Uh, what?
0: Because of that incident,
1: yeah, I guess so. And I think that, but I, but I think that there was more of us nominated. Like Beyonce performed, which was great. And um, Ajahnou was King Richard was Richard's wife. Um, she also played the mom in the HBO show that we love, Lovecraft Country. She played played the mom that turned into the warrior. Um, did you watch Lovecraft Country?
0: Oh, God, okay. My point was simply that they have a long way to go uh, to, to remove yes, themselves from their, but their more giant... More and more.
1: They're, they're there.
0: Giant, affluent white castles um, and all the nonsense that they've always been associated with. Didn't even with. know
1: Denzel played Macbeth. Didn't even Cause, know. Because
0: it was on Apple TV. It was one of the ones that I definitely Stupid. wanted to see. Sorry. I did have one more, one more thing about Oscar nonsense. What was it? What was it? What was it? What was it? Oh! Um... I think the statistic was no way home made more than every other best picture <laughs> if you doubled their box
1: office. I believe it.
0: but there's there' was, you have Apple in there, and I don't mm-hmm. know how you calculate that. Mm-hmm. Like this is the zenith of where we get into discussions that there's never a right answer mm-hmm. because when there's a basketball game. Somebody has a final score. Um, somebody wins. Mm-hmm. And there's an election. There are doubts, but somebody wins. Recounts,
1: but somebody yeah. wins. Yeah. <laughs> like with this,
0: what's the best picture? You ask 10 people, you can get 15 different answers. That's true. And that, again, is is a big reason why people have stepped out on the Oscars. So I wanted, I didn't necessarily want to see the show die. I didn't want to see last night happen with what happened. Um, and we'll see what happens in the ensuing days.
1: But also, I think films need to provide more equal opportunity as well. So, like... Um, not all the same actresses are playing the same role. I, I keep using Olivia Colman as an example because I'm literally tired of her sweeping the Golden Globes and also the Oscars because she's in film and television. Like annoying, you know. Like and and I get with Bridgerton that the queen was black and that doesn't exist, but it was still like really enjoyable and well done in my opinion. So you know what I mean. Like I think they also need to provide. Not everything is going to be Bridgerton if it has to be his. Historically accurate, I understand. But um, just the films that receive the recognition and the people that play the roles that receive the recognition. So you're
0: saying you you want less Olivia Colman? Yes! Okay. Sorry, we keep going. And if anybody tuned out, they tuned out. That's the problem. Like, a lot of this is business. Yeah. And without good business, nothing happens. Mm -hmm. We we have to pay bills. Mm -hmm. So Olivia Colman keeps getting roles because... Many people adore her. Not mm-hmm. everyone. Many people. I'm trying to be ca- calculating with my words. Many people adore her. I, I would gather that in this room, you'd say she's a wonderful actress. So you just keep giving her jobs. Um, and we give her jobs because human beings don't like new things. And it takes a long time to like a new thing yeah. for the average person. So Wadler is another, while well, there's 10 other Olivia Colemans in waiting out there of whatever age, um, Eight might not be as universally liked as her, and while you're trying those universally, but
1: it's not what, what, about, but it's not about universally liked. Apparently, wait, well,
0: hold on. While you're trying to find that next person, you might not be able to pay the bills by trying mm-hmm. person six and person eight. Like I'll tell you, Vinny's problem. Vinny might be here at this point. Marvel got fucking lucky as hell that Simi Liu is a star. Oh.
1: In his tux, mm. he uh, he it was like this color.
0: Came from that show on in Canada, like the Asian. They were a yeah. convenience store. Uh, something. Kim's Convenience. Kim's Convenience. And Marvel had a movie about an Asian guy, very and charismatic. They too. The, exactly, and you wonder how much research went into that because they would know if they picked the wrong one. Um. They they would lose some points. In fact, I saw something saying that one of their shows down the pike is, it's a little messy. And somebody brought up the point to counter that when well, Marvel always hits a home run, somebody said they're not always going to like that's you, true. you can't be great all the time. And that's why like I want new actors and actresses to get opportunities, but within those opportunities might be, yeah. I'd rather have Olivia Coleman, and it's it's really hard. And it's really really hard. I do.
1: I want to see like like Issa Rae. I feel like Issa Rae can make a good film and can star in a great film that does like that is artistic at the level of recognition but will she get that opportunity? And if it doesn't matter if if the attendance is at the box office, because I also think that that's not going to happen. If you have a black female starring in the lead role that might be about something that I relate to more than like, uh, let me get Dana could relate to. Then Dana might not go to the movies to see it, I which mean, I understand. A, I mean,
0: any entertainment programming,
1: uh, right? But I, but I want to see more, like uh, Denzel Washington's son. I want to see more films receiving the recognition or them getting the opportunity to play the roles that get the recognition.
0: And then that
1: isn't just about black people being slaves or being treated oppressed and all I, sorts of I, stuff. I love beaten that. And, Acid thrown on us. God <laughs>
0: There there are people who would say that there are twenty in mm-hmm. this pulling number. There are twenty more talented black men than John David Washington. And, you know, some Love might him. some might say he only got those roles because because of his dad. So maybe there was nepotism. So he maybe he was a bad example. Mm-hmm. Let's use who's get out he was in Black Panther Daniel Kaluuya
1: Daniel Kaluuya he was there last night he's he great too There
0: people who would say you know they're like he won last like, year like smart like mm-hmm. not like snooty Oscar people but like mm-hmm. industry insiders like mm-hmm. the Kevin Feigies who cast people and they just hit home runs go There are 20 better black men of that age who are better actors than him but
1: politics Yeah I know and I'm I'm just it sucks. team I'm team everybody black and that's Glaringly oh, oh, obvious, but I, you know, I, I no, I mean, just, yeah,
0: I, I mean across. I get the spectrum, no, I
1: get what you're saying. It, they it, have to use the name. No,
0: no, no, no. What? Yes. Yeah. And it set everything. is sadly a business, and maybe Daniel Kalua got a shot because he was willing to to accept less money than someone else who might be. It, it's it's all it's all very messy, and this is why it's very hard to have these discussions. Yeah. I think
1: the other biggest one was Moonlight, and Moonlight was again about. I could go on. We could go
0: on. Mahershala Ali. Or is that like to call him Blade?
1: Blade.
0: Um, Alright. Well, good to see you. You should come back sometime. I'm going to say bye-bye.
1: <gasps> My last day of being 31.
0: Tomorrow's the birthday podcast.
1: Uh. Bye-bye.